No, just not knowing when the intro. How do you know your wisdom teeth are coming in? You should feel like pain. Oh, I, I feel like, like what kind of pain? Because I feel like my jaw's been hurting Ache? a lot. No, it should be like specifically where your wisdom teeth are, like okay. in the back behind your. I molars. haven't felt any pain, but I have felt something growing there. I was like, yeah. Like the other day, I was like, I thought it was a piece of food. This gross as sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was like trying to get it with my tongue. I was like. Why can't I get it? And then I stuck my finger back there. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it took me a couple that of days. That is not food. That is a tooth. Like a couple of days of that. Then I was like, oh no, that's like a tooth poking through. And I was like, yeah. ah, whatever. And then it stopped hurting after a little bit. And I was like, I'm probably fine. Uh, it, it doesn't hurt. Did you get your wisdom teeth taken out? Uh, not yet. Oh. Like this is like months one, ago. Oh. One of four. There's four wisdom teeth? I don't know. How many mm-hmm. wisdom teeth are there? There's four? four. How many wisdom teeth are there? Google. I'm pretty sure there's four. There's eight. I think my sister just got hers taken out. Yeah, like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. She said it was pretty bad. Yeah. Four wisdom teeth. Mm-hmm. We're correct. Yeah. It's like that gum, gummy part. Right behind your molars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where they grow. I just didn't know if it was like four or six or what. Just four. It's always good to be full of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Is it? Welcome to Chess Talk, where we play chess and talk, that's it. I'm one of your hosts, Eddie. I'm Teeth. Yes, he is. Um, huh? And we have on this week, Brittany. Hi. Hey. And that's it. That was the most energetic you've been on an intro. Seriously, you're usually like dead inside. <laughs> I know. But at least this time you didn't show up. I was actually thinking about it this morning, like I was actually going to like I'm gonna be like a today. person today. Is it because it's Valentine's Day? No. Yeah. <laughs> is it because you and Cody are wearing the same shirt? Just We're not. Color? This is RTJ2. This is RTJ3. Oh. Well, that's like a mixture because... Who's the RTJ1 then? No, this They is didn't have one. it. No, because on RTJ2, they had blue, like teal hands. No. <laughs> yeah. Cody and Brittany. But that's why the... On the Jules t-shirts. And that's why Back the, checking. That's why the vinyl is teal. Adorably disgusting. Back checking. So the score uh, last, score last week, week yeah, it was... Draw. 76. To 65. To 4. Yeah, if we added up a number to our draws. I know. Uh, draws. Draws. You got Southern with that. You got draws, bro. Throw some tang on it. <laughs> Just throw some tang on it. You'll be fine. Okay, so they're not gold. Yeah. They're like, they're like mummy. Yeah. They're like bandaged and like the nails are teal. Oh, yeah, talking about the run the jewels cover? Oh, yeah, okay. the nails are teal. Maybe it's the meow the jewels that are teal. Or maybe it's just like different paws. colors of the same album. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so yours is in run the jewels too, sure. It's, <laughs> it's three. Well, today we have a wonderful chess game for you guys that you're not going to be able to see or barely hear, but we are going to talk over the game. Like oh, which is pause. Yeah. Um, okay. It's episode uh, 89. 89? Yeah, we've done 89 episodes, and uh, next week we're going to have our season finale. We're not going to play chess next week. We are going to play some different game, which we will leave as a, su- a surprise. A spoiler until you see the episode title. Correct. Um, other Boy, than that... Every, every time the finale like the... I know, but you wanted to, like, trick them. I mean, trick they're still going to be tricked. Trick them, trade them. <gasps> trick them, them. So, what color are you? Because we already started playing. Oh, we did start playing. Yeah, yeah, um, I went first you because I'm, uh, I'm Bleach. <laughs> Seriously, you actually went with that? Well, yeah, I don't know. It's Valentine's Day. Bleach. <laughs> okay, well, I am... I am Rose Dust. Rose Dust. Keep That's the, adorable. Keep with the mm. death the theme here. And we I, went, I was going to do something different, but you made me change it at the last second. Wait, right now? Yeah. Like, after I said Bleach? Yeah. What? what was your original one? Rosewood. Rosewood? Oh, yeah. can I be Rosewood? Sure, you can be Rosewood. I'm going to turn in my bleach for Rosewood. <laughs> can you imagine a world where it's like... You know, oh, no, 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 she cannot have the bleach anymore. You can have anymore. a mimosa. Bleach. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, don't even tempt her with that. Well, anyways, Rosewood... She'll, she'll uh, jump on it. Rosewood is so all put together, not it's dusty. It's full of life. Yeah, it's full of life, not like dust. 
So yeah. I'm going to go with, I already went there. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to change from yeah. bleach to dust or wood, whatever. Well, uh, these are dumb. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> well, anyways, if you can't tell, we're doing this on Valentine's we're Day. We're trying to keep it together. <clears throat> we're not keeping it together. I don't know what podcast you're on. Fair enough. So how's your Valentine's Day going? I don't know. I worked. It was my first day back after our trip to Salt Lake City, so I didn't like that. Very nice. Yeah. We drove 900-ish miles in two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. You didn't beat my record, though. I don't want to. <laughs> in one day? In one day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys went to Salt Lake City to go watch uh, Run the Jewels. Or TUJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. The drive wasn't as bad as I thought, because you just take the 15. It's not that bad. It's just the one shot. So it's kind of like mind-numbing. Cause it really is. Cause it's you, boring. You just, like, I was just staying in the left lane, like, for five hours. With I think we'd, we'd stopped in St. George and Beaver. Those are our only stops going there. Yeah, on the way back, we just stopped in Beaver. And then we stopped in... Mesquite. Mesquite, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's just... It's a whatever drive, but getting there is cool. I was annoyed because it was raining all day Friday when we got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we come back to Vegas on Saturday. And it was raining, like, yeah. just as bad. Yeah. So we didn't really explore much of Salt Lake because cold and... Not enough time. Yeah. Yeah, we only had a couple hours. Been to Salt Lake City, there's never been enough time to actually explore it. Yeah. So I'm just, like, yeah. there for a day or two. But we hung out with our cousins for, like, an hour, a couple hours. That's cool. You got mm-hmm. cousins out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're... Cousin and his wife. Ah. Nice. They're very nice. <laughs> and they have uh, two huskies. Oh. So Brittany was like over the moon excited about them. <laughs> I just wanted to play with them. The yeah. <laughs> They're so cute. One of them is 12. His name is Aspen. He's deaf in one ear. He's no, deaf. he's deaf. He's deaf. But he has an infection in yeah. one ear. That's yeah. What it is. Oh, God. Yeah. And then yeah. the other one is nine. Anuk. His name is Nanook. I thought it was oh, Anook. Like Nanook? Nanook. Like, Nanook. The, like the Eskimo? Maybe. Oh, Nanook of the North? I was going to ask him, but I kept forgetting. Nanook of the North. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Film school. Yeah. My yeah. cousin's, like, super into, like, snowboarding, and they, mm. he built a boat. They go on a lot of, like, river trips. I think yeah. they go canoeing a lot. Riverboat gambling trips? No, just... Yeah. Oh, sorry. No! <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. They're just, they have the life that I've always dreamt about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made me want to go back up there and, like, spend a weekend there and hang out with her cousins, because they seem very... They're, like, in their late 30s, mid to late 30s, but mm-hmm. they still seem pretty active and, you know, into the scene, yeah. local mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. So, they, they took, took us... To, they took us to, like, this taco place. So Taqueria good. 27. So good. <laughs> Shout out Salt Lake City. Taqueria, what is it? 27. 27. Why do they call it Taqueria 27? Uh-huh. I don't know. Probably hit 27 taquerias, bruh. Yeah. Good, it's, it's like little street tacos. Yeah. Really good. Nice. They, uh, they have a different taco of the day, a different guacamole of the day. Guacamole of the day. That's all I know. Margarita. Margarita of the day. Margarita. What was the tacos? Like there was like a wasabi mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. In beef. Uh, I think it was beef, and then like grilled asparagus. Dude, yeah, that sounds yummy. Yeah, the it looked delicious. The mashed potatoes were like the fluffiest I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was weird, and it wasn't too spicy apparently. But I'm, I'm too yeah. much of a baby to even yeah. try that. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. It was, it was probably the best meal we had. Well, we had uh, breakfast the next day at Pork, Pig in a Jelly Jar. Pig in a Jelly Jar. And I, One of those little, like, corner cafes. Yeah. And for the first time ever, I had uh, chicken and waffles. Oh, dude. I've never had those before, and that chicken was, the chicken alone, it was, like, better than Chick-fil-A chicken, I think. Yeah. Was it was it? really good. It was, like, seasoned. There was, like, some yeah. kick to it, and it was just really juicy. Like it falls off the bone kind of chicken. Yeah, if there was a bone. Oh. It was the best chicken they used. And then the waffle was just like as big as so your plate. Fluffy. 
and powdered sugar all over it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So Sounds amazing. I'm in love with Salt Lake right now. Well, it's great. Yeah, it was nice to get Freaking. away from the big city, but still... It was like a nice balance of city and small town. Cause yeah. It's not like that big of a city, but like there's still stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. So you don't get bored. Yeah, like at the venue at the complex, every major tour that I know is coming up was going to that one. Yeah. The uh, Circus Revive one that's going to be there tomorrow. Census Fail, they're going to be there. The, yeah, bye, probably. The Mayday Parade, that's going to be there. Since, or Say Anything, mm-hmm. that's going to be there. Knuckle Puck, they're having a tour that's going to be there. Yeah. It's like every single tour that I saw was like, geez, I, noticed a lot I of Prevail bands. is going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed a lot of bands don't really like coming here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because most of the genres and music that we enjoy, the crowds are not the best. And not yeah. to knock our own city, but to knock our own city, it's like, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's so bad. Like, it's, it's not a great You team. guys think it's bad for you. Yeah. None of my bands come here. No, I'm telling you, like, none of the bands I wanted to see, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I mean, really the only bands that have come here that I've been thankful enough to see, uh, I mean, Tornado Pilots, but, like, other than that, like, like, Chance the Rapper just announced a tour, and he's not coming here, mm-hmm. uh, which sucks, because he was here I last time. Would. I figured, yeah. if anything, hip-hop would be a lot bigger here, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Issues, like, they came here, but mm-hmm. the crowd was just, like, I think I talked about it on the podcast before, and, like, you can just tell, like, they were not having it, like, they, yeah. like, like with, with our crowd, and, like, all the other crowds, like, it's so funny, because I see them, like, I'm following them on Twitter, and every other city they've been to is, like, yo, Chicago, you were absolutely amazing, they said nothing about us, like, yeah. it was so it was like, yeah, whatever. I, I was like, ah, oh. and, like, same thing with Iceman Kills, like, they just won't nothing. come, after Warped Tour last year, they won't come, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's the funny, because, the crowds are terrible, the crowds are terrible, like, and I totally, well, I, I don't blame them, too, for not coming here, because they want to go to the places where they're going to have a lot of fun, and, like, Ashley even, like, got in contact with Spencer, on Twitter, the lead singer of Ice Nine Kills, and like, hey, like, we noticed there's like a day between like, um, you know, California and Arizona, you should stop in Vegas. And he actually tweeted her back saying like something like, um, as long as you promise, you know, for like not like to not have such like a garbage crowd or something like mm-hmm. that, like last time, like that was so terrible. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we promise, we promise. And like, nah, he never added a date. No, because it just shows. it's not just up to and, the band. And if, if he's just saying that, like, I can only imagine what other bands are saying about it too. It's like, it just sucks. It's well, so unfortunate. But on the flip side, bands like Dance, Come and Dance and Silverstein, when I saw them, why they say they love coming to Vegas because yeah, they have such good bands that I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> you just like know. that band. Some things <laughs> I've noticed from like going to shows is like a lot of the crowd at like the strip casino venues, mm. they're like just older people getting really drunk and mm. seeing some band they don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen a lot of show. that and, like... Most of the shows I, I went to because it was, like, super heavy mm-hmm. shows on, like, on the Hard Rock Cafe, mm-hmm. it was mostly, like, scene kids. Not necessarily yeah. a lot of older people. Yeah. It just like, depends on the show you go to. It depends on the show and the yeah. genre, but, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. When we went to see Foles, like... Yeah. I'm pretty sure half the crowd didn't know... Oh, yeah. ...who this band was. A lot they of were the getting bands, trashed and just being dicks. Yeah, a lot of the bands that tour... Like, they're always going to hit those, like, cities, like, you know, like, L.A., of course, mm-hmm. San Diego, Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. Phoenix, but, like, those are, like, always, like, uh, they're always going to hit those cities. Mm-hmm. Because Vegas is always, have... like, a wild card. It's like, man, maybe this tour, maybe next yeah. tour, you know? Pierce the Veil, like, they, went, they came back to support Blake 82 on their tour, but they're headlining a new tour, but they skipped our city. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, you factor in, they can't go to some cities every single tour. They need to give oh, it a break. No, some of them, they do, and they, they choose. Because every single time it, like, sells out in exactly, the crowd. Exactly, that's my point. But yeah. people have said, like, there's such a thing as, like, B-city tours, where they don't go to this city very often, and so they want a tour specifically designed around going to the cities that they don't hit very often. But, I mean, still, like, at the same time, it's like, if a band <clears throat> has a good response to the city, has a sellout tour, has a great crowd, like, of course they're going to want to come back. Like, they're mm-hmm. going to they're gonna go out of the way to make sure that that city's on their map for the next tour, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like... I also think, like, a lot of the venues here charge out the wazoo. They do. 
So, like, I think they also take into consideration, like, will our fans pay, like, yeah. this much money to come see us? Like, right. there are some strip shows, like, even if you're a big band, like, it's going to be mm. probably close to $100 to see that band sometimes. Yeah. You listen to really, like, small, mm-hmm. yeah. niche bands. Well, that's the only bands I'm talking about. I don't care about, like, I'm talking about music in, yeah, I'm in general. talking about music in general, too, yeah. Nah, I don't well, care about that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, no, I saw Lord and her tickets were only like 45, 60 bucks, and she was at the Cosmo. That's still like up there. Like. Yeah, but for her, I think it's appropriate. Yeah. Well, but, but like take bands like Fiddler, for example, that are, be- are supporting a festival here in Vegas. Like, remember the Holiday Havoc tour? Because mm-hmm. it's a festival yeah. setting, it's a lot, but, you know, they went to Salt Lake City mm-hmm. like a, a few weeks after, or like a few days after. Mm-hmm. 16 bucks yeah. for that yeah. show. Yeah. I think the Holiday Havoc was like, what, 50 bucks or something? Yeah, it was, yeah. Just, it was way more than what they And it was probably mostly because of Silverstone Pickups and whoever is headlining. That's what I'm saying. It was a festival setting, yeah. 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 I mean, so it's like bands, like, I mean, like, depending on the venue and depending on the city, mm-hmm. yeah, like, they can charge out the Wazoo, you know? Here in Vegas, I think it's common to see that with a lot of the bigger bands that come by, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it was just unfortunate because, you know, sometimes you want to see small independent bands mm-hmm. like Fiddler or... Yeah. Uh, you know, other bands like that just do yeah. independent tours on their own and also land in your city. Yeah. But sometimes the venue like, either won't support it or there's you know, the crowds aren't going to be that great. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're asking the hard hitting questions here on Chest Talk. I feel like I'm outnumbered because I'm, I have a very different you have a very, mindset. Oh, we, we all have a very different mindset and, and taste in music, but yeah. I mean, because looking at it as a whole spectrum, like it's just, it just sucks that that's the fact. For the bands I listen to, like I don't see venues that they could reasonably play in. Like mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. no like smaller venue for like smaller acts like a lot of the venues i can think of are like really big and they wouldn't fit this sound that i'm thinking of specifically well yeah for bands i like they got vinyl which is well, yeah but like that's probably not good for some of the bands that i listen to what about house of blues is that too big mm-hmm. but vinyl isn't vinyl is too small i think they're both too big really yeah Oh jeez! Like heck? we don't have any like Bunk House small would be the venues. closest. Bunkhouse would be the closest okay. yeah. venue for some of those yeah. types of bands mm-hmm. I know you're yeah. talking about. That's where we Final. saw a geographer. Yeah, saw a geographer. I think but, Surfer Blood's coming to town. They're going to be at the Bunkhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to see a band like that and they can only really fit into a capacity like that, there's a reason why they don't want to come to here because they're iffy if they're going to get their money's worth by coming to Vegas. Yeah. Whereas if they do like a California tour, it's like, oh yeah, there's enough people mm-hmm. that... That's kind of what I'm saying. Like yeah. A lot of bands skip over because we don't have a good you selection of those venues and yeah, they don't know if that our crowds are going to... I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I just, I thought you were just saying like in general, it's like they don't want to come here because they just don't think it is. But if you're thinking like on a smaller scale... Yeah, yeah like we don't have, like Bunkhouse is like probably the only like decent choice for smaller venues for bands that aren't local mm-hmm. but i don't know i think there needs to be more because like they don't know that they don't know if it's like mm-hmm. a guarantee that they're gonna make profit off of coming here so why waste their time yeah and like i said too like sometimes like just the crowds play a big role in it too if the crowd goes absolutely nuts and like loves every bit and second mm-hmm. of your performance yeah the band's gonna make an effort to come back you know yeah they're gonna try the best yeah well i mean because seeing the issue shows like i can just tell like they, they were getting into it on stage but they look out in the crowd and just like they only see like five or six groups like jumping up and down. It's like, yep. and then looking at videos of their other cities that they've been to, literally the entire crowd is going absolutely yep. insane mm-hmm. for them, and they're still supporting on that tour. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like they're gonna make notes of it. Like we gotta and go back to. Lots it's of not just time. the band because every for the most part bands are gonna have like well, a, a manager team. or yeah, tour manager. Yeah, so the band's gonna have input, but the tour manager is gonna look at it just like a purely Business. financial level. It's like you guys didn't sell enough, so like the crowd may have been great, but. Like, it could have been 20 people that were super into it, but that's all the people that well, showed I mean, up. I'm not talking about, like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, 
it's a mixture of both good crowd reaction and ticket well, selling. Well, no matter what band you go through, yeah, I mean, they're going to have the, the tour manager is up to them ultimately yeah. in the end. Um, but I mean, like I said, I mean, like you're working, depending on how closely you work with your tour manager, you can make it happen. You can make anything happen. And oh, yeah. Plus, the tour manager's there watching too, so I'm sure they'll be like, yeah, dude, you were right. That city was absolutely insane. It's got to come back. Or you know? even maybe like if the crowd didn't seem too into it, but then you look at their merch sales for that day and it's like, we sold a lot of shirts. Like, people mm-hmm. dug it to some extent to buy merch, so. I think it's just hard to tell because, like, we're not really touring band people, so we don't know, like, any of the logistics that go into that. I mean... It's just, like, we're, we can only speculate. I mean, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, but I'm just but saying, I mean, like... We, even just, like, leaving that show and getting that same sour taste, like, man, that was fun, but boy, that crowd just sucked. Yeah, no, I've definitely gone to my fair bit of shows, like, when I saw The Plot and You the first time, I was one of, like, ten people, I think, and, like, 60 or 70 people watching that really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was like... Yeah, no wonder they haven't come back for years and years. Yeah, like, but Tallest Man on Earth has still not been back mm-hmm. since like uh, the Mumford and Sons before they released Babel. Like, like they they Tallest Man on Earth supported Mumford and Sons on their tour, and they played at the Cosmopool. And this was before like this was like five years ago, like five to six years ago, because I was just about to be eighteen, and it was an eighteen over show, mm-hmm. so I couldn't go. Um, but he still hasn't been back since then. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just don't think there's a venue. That can accommodate yeah. for him, yeah. yeah. Well, but he well, could go to the Cosmo Pool because he had a bigger name attached to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I was just about to say, um, a good thing happened with the plot and you specifically, mm-hmm. where they started playing shows at Eagle Airy Hall, yeah. where it's a smaller, more intimate thing, and so the people that really want to see them are going to go there, yeah. and I've seen them, I think, twice at Eagle Airy Hall, mm-hmm. and since then they've said, all right, we love Vegas, like, you yeah. guys are here and you love us, and the reaction is great, so we're yeah. always going to come to Vegas when we can. I yeah. think that's a more, like, your genre-specific venue, though. I think they have whatever shows they can, because it's a church, isn't it? Is it? What? You play uh, Eagle Area Hall. Eagle Area? It's, it's a veteran's bar. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, it's something weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, bands like... Um, but it, it, is the, it is the correct pop setting punk for... plays there, too. Well, I mean, it's the correct setting for, like, a lot of those pop-up bands, your hardcore genre. bands. Uh, the bands where you look at the t-shirts and there's, like, a picture of a show happening on the floor. Yeah. And, like, there's that guy holding the microphone out. Yeah, and, like, yeah. t- like, those, those yeah. types of bands, like, not knocking them off, but, like, that's, like, a perfect venue for them. Yeah. I mean, it makes me wonder, like, as the years go on, will Plot and you continue to play Eulary or will they try to branch out and play something like the vinyl, which is a completely different setting? Yeah. Will it go well for them, though, as far? I mean, you're going to get the same crowd, but... It's, it's, is it going to be enough to expand? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, it will it be a good will one for them, or will they stay there for a little while, game momentum, yep. and then try yeah. that jump? It's, like... It's hard to say. Yeah, a little tangent. My closest claim to fame on Tumblr was I saw Citizen with Derek, and someone was, like, taking pictures, and mm-hmm. one of those pictures, like, made the rounds on Tumblr. It has, like, tens of thousands of notes, and you can see Derek in it, because he's right in front of me, but they cut me off, and so you just see my arm. <laughs> and, like, I see Derek, and I'm like, I'm right behind him, but I'm not in this picture. And it's like, I've seen people do those things where, like, they put lyrics over that picture, and, like, they make, like... They did, like, mock-up shirts around that picture, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm so close. <laughs> I made it, Mom. I'm on a hardcore shirt. My hand is here. Huh? I want you to find that. Okay. I'll okay. <laughs> well, wait a second. Anyways, so, though. Um, the so... only thing I wanted to, like, relate that conversation to oh, yeah, yeah. was just, like, the crowds and, like, the demographic in Salt Lake City is a lot younger, I think. Yeah. And, like, they're all yeah, really involved in, mu- in the music scene there. Like, right, well, the so was... many people are at the Run the Jewel show. Uh, no, so many white people. San Diego, a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. LA, a lot of young people. Yeah. So I can totally, totally see that. I mean, like, the only reason why I brought up this conversation to begin with was because, like, last year at Warped Tour, I wasn't there, but, like, Spencer from Ice Nine Kills, like, they played their hardest out like they usually do. And 
I, I from what Ashley Roman was telling me, like they were there, and like he even he he called the crowd out. He's like, God, like you, you know, like this is like such a terrible crowd, like or something like that. He said something along like that, where he made it known to the crowd at that very moment that they were not doing good. What exactly like was his idea of a bad crowd? Like, do you know, like people just people like, being, right, like, so like the band giving more, giving off no, the band giving off more energy than the crowd's giving them. Okay. So like, see. That's Derek with his glasses off, and that's my hand right up there. <laughs> like that is my hand, just like right over it. And I'm, we gotta got post just, that picture. I'm going to, yeah. But see, like it's black and white. They put lyrics over it. Go to the link mm-hmm. to see Cody's claim to fame. Can you you gotta circle it, right? Like, yeah, the, I can just I go on like MS Paint and be like my hand Perfect. here. Perfect. <laughs> so make sure you check that out. But, uh, <laughs> so funny. But yeah, no. Going back to like, I, I'm assuming what the band considers a bad crowd. Like, I mean, I've played shows, but like obviously I've never had that level of fame. Mm-hmm. But when a crowd's like singing the words, jumping up and down, just having a good time. You can look out there and visually see that they're having a good time. Um, this crowd was not. Like, it was just like, there was a few people doing it, but at the same time, it's just like, a lot of just people just standing still, kind of watching, like watching the show. Um, mm-hmm. Just watching the show. And it's like, you know, and like, if the, if the bands get off more energy and trying to have mm-hmm. fun and get the crowd going and they're not responding, it's like, that can be considered more of like, along the lines, not your favorite That's kind of like, yeah. I get it, but mm-hmm. from my perspective, like, I'm really awkward at shows, and I, yeah. like, most of the time I just kind of stand there, and yeah, sometimes yeah. I, like, I don't dance like crazy, or, yeah, yeah. like, but that's how I enjoy shows. The way I enjoy shows, like, I just, like, bob my head, and, like, you know, sing yeah. along. I'll sing along a lot yeah. if I know the words, and, like, I put my hand up, you know, like, Cody's hand is in that picture yeah. right there. You can tell he's having a great time. That's a good crowd. That is a picture yeah. of good crowd. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, this yeah. show... The crowd was getting way too into it that they had to keep repeatedly telling people to move back. <laughs> yeah. Because the guitarists were getting smushed into the yeah, drums yeah, and, yeah. like, the drummer couldn't play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but but to answer your question again, Brittany, too, it's for that genre of music, though. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a louder band. Yeah. You're going to expect a lot more movement. We were, like, the Fiddler show. By the end of the show, everyone was, like, climbing the rafters, like, jumping on top. Oh, my on top. God. Like, like, I've never been more terrified. Yeah, it was it's scary. It's in a garage. I know. It was so scary, but fun. So, oh, like, yeah. Like, that's right. Yeah, but it's like that. That's that's how you kind of. That was a great. Depending crowd. on that genre of music, that's how you define good crowd, bad crowd, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And so, since then though, they have not come back, and they've always like, I feel like they've made it a point to not come back. Until, I mean, they will come back eventually, but I mean, hopefully not right. Yeah, hope, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. God dang it, because if I'm there, I'm gonna try to make it like mm-hmm. worth make it up while. for. Yeah, I'm gonna throw my shirt. Mistakes. But anyways. Um, so run the jewels. Freaking how? <laughs> how we got, we got off on such a huge tangent. Yeah, okay, but it's, it's I good, tried to bring um, it back there well, for a second. Well, for before we get back to it, I remember the first extreme thing I went to with you where we saw Attack Attack. Yeah, and I was just like whispering the lyrics to you right before they sang them, just so you could sing along with me. Yeah, that was, that was probably the most fun I've had at a show. I want to have a good time, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, and it's, it's better when you know the words. Yeah, because like you were, I think you were like screaming like I don't know the words and stuff. So I was like, here's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was a fun vibe, fun crowd vibe. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I'd love to know the words right now because I'd love to get into it too. You know, and that's where I've seen the biggest chicken match I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I remember that too. It's crazy. <laughs> Okay, Run the uh, Jewels. Anyways, yeah, you guys went to go see a show this past weekend. And the whole City. reason we went to Salt Lake City yeah. was to see Run the Jewels, because I talked about how this year I really want to make more of an effort of seeing more shows, yeah, sure. and I said Run the Jewels is probably the band I want to see the most this year, and then Definitely. shortly after they announced the tour, and I was like, they're going to Salt Lake City, that's not too far, right? Yeah. And, you know, we went, good show, they had a lot of openers, we only really saw Gaslamp Killer. How many openers did they have? Like four. Four? Damn. Yeah. Um, we but got there during the Sounds like a local show here. Yeah, the yeah. third one. 
And so then, like the end of his set. Yeah, then. he played like two songs and then Gaslamp Lamp Killer come on and he looks like Rafi from the league. Yeah. <laughs> like a more intense Rafi yeah, yeah. that does remixes. Mm-hmm. And one of the last songs I think you remixed was the Imperial March. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was yeah. his last song. Yeah. It was really cool. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Run the Jewels came on and we... I don't know if you left us talking about the set list in the last episode because I didn't listen that far into the episode. Thanks. No. But no, because I just had a <laughs> no, post. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I barely listened to it too. Um, but yeah, they had such a good set list. They yeah, played yeah. the uh, first, the second, third, and fourth songs off the third album. Those are their openers. Yeah. Man, Culture Control Live was just insane. Yeah, that yeah, bass yeah. was just like smacking you in the face oh, constantly. Yeah. <laughs> I Snapchatted it, but, like, yeah. the bass destroyed the whole sound. How would you like the Snapchat of Pan- Panther Like a Panther? Oh, yeah. I, I, it's funny, because I replayed it and I heard it, and I was like, oh, he got the part. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. as soon as it started, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> banana weir. He, like, it was really funny the way they started Panther Like a Panther. Oh, my God, because you know how it starts? It's like, um, ELP is just doing the, okay. he's just doing, like, the word soliloquy. <laughs> Like, he's just kind of, like, doing, like, slam poetry by himself, and then the music yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. And so he was like, all right, guys, I gotta, I gotta announce something sad. It's like, it's a happy day for me, because we're going on this tour, but also sad, because today I'm announcing I am no longer going to be in Run the Jewels. What? He's like, I just, I don't really, I'm not really feeling the rap thing anymore. I think it's too overproduced. Like, there's too many sick beats. It's really hard to rap over. So I just want to, you know, I just want to do some real emotional... Spoken word. Spoken word poetry. That's what. I, that's my new thing now. Mm-hmm. And then he went off. He started with the spoken word. That's at the start of Panther like a Panther, and everyone lost their mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. And like Killer Mike was just like facing away from the crowd, looking at the DJ the whole time while he was doing this. Yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna practice on you guys. Yeah. Let and me know what you think." He was like, "Just show some snaps if you like it." Yeah, clapping. Was... Clapping is too intense for spoken words, so just snaps. Yeah. I don't want to get scared. Yeah, <laughs> like I had never even noticed that honestly in Panther like a. Panther. Oh yeah, I, like as soon as he started talking, I was like, because she looked back at me when he said that. I was like, I was like, this is a joke. Yeah, and I was like, he's just like messing with yeah, everyone. Yeah, I was like, but where is he going with this? Yeah. And then yeah. he said spoken word. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> this is what That's I so wanted funny. to see. It. it was so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was probably my favorite one live. That's cool. Yeah. I but also love again because Gangsta Boo on Love Again was, was one, of one of their openers. openers uh, so, so she came in for her part on Love Again. What? Yeah. yeah. Did uh, does that kill the real crowd? No, they actually just cut his parts oh. from yeah. the live performance because yeah, yeah. they probably just didn't want like a track to That's be what playing. Kanye did for Ultra ID Man. Yeah, yeah. So they cut a chance's part. Yeah. But it makes sense because. What is the artist going to be doing? Yeah, I would, I would be sad would if they tried it. to do it. I would be so sad. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, that's true. Like, if they um, tried to do Danny Brown's part on uh, well, they should just Hey leave, Kids, I'd yeah. be like, I think you cool can't just, capture that voice. Right, that right. Has. It'd be cool if they just left the audio track for the crowd to sing, and, you know, yeah. I would just look into it. Like, yeah. I, don't know. I get it. Yeah. Of course the crowd will, but then, like, what's the artist going to be doing? Just run off the stage. Hide the crowd. <laughs> yeah. No. It was, yeah, the um, DJ. I didn't know they had a long... Term DJ, yeah, DJ Trackstar. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot of like rap artists that like I've only seen like one proper like hip hop slash rap show, and it was Big Sean at Rock and Rio. But he has <laughs> his DJ, and like I guess they've been friends for like ever. And, like, yeah, he's always there. Like he's just yeah. a part of the group. Yeah, but unnamed. In a sense. I saw yeah. Riff Raff and Juicy J oh. at uh, Beach Goth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> DJ. They didn't introduce their DJ. <laughs> They're probably just like filling in. They were just no, like, here we go. DJ Trackstar was there for seven plus years, he said. And like, mm-hmm. he said it was a huge part of the band and it was his birthday that day. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the show, they, well, they, um, they opened, uh, Oh My Darling Don't Cry because 
LP was like, I got a gift for everybody. And Killer Mike was like, wait, what about, what about Trackstar? And he's like, oh no, we forgot about that. <laughs> we forgot about his birthday, but here I got this crowd for the audience or I got this gift for the audience. And like he reaches out of his pocket and he opens his hand and that's when Oh My Darling starts playing. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And then cool. at the end of the show, they, um, they're saying like, thank you before the encore and they bring out this big cake and have everyone sing happy birthday to him. And then, as soon as they're done with the cake, Killer Mike is like, man, let's not play around with this. Let's just do the encore now. We're not going to make him wait. <laughs> like, this encore's for Trackstar. Yeah. And it, it goes su- right into Close Your Eyes. Oh, man. It was super nice. If any of you listeners have tickets to the upcoming Run of the Jewels concert, we're sorry we just ruined the whole show for you. Nah, because we, we saw the entire set list before. I like looking at the set list yeah, beforehand. Well, I mean, but not a lot of people are like it. I don't. Yeah, I, I like it. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do just because, like, God, I hope they play that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'll just, like, look at it once, and then I'll go to the show, and then I'll yeah. still I'll forget some stuff, and yeah. it's a surprise still. I just want to be, like, prepared for, like, lyrics and things like that. And so oh, I can know the general vibe. <laughs> if I learn, like, yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm going to that show, I already know most of the lyrics. Like, no. So, like, if it pops up, like, woo! No. I didn't even pretend like I knew any of the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they was just, like, I know some parts of their songs. When I saw like, Toss, remember the first time I saw Palooza in 2012? Um, the crowd loved it so much. It came out for an encore and did, uh, where, where did my bluebirds fly? And like, I was like, Whoa, I didn't expect like, it's just like little moments like that. You don't expect like make it so much more worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so what would you rate the concert? Uh, out of, uh, out of 10, out of 10, uh, complexes, pistol and no. fists, pistol and fists. Pistol and pistol. Oh, is that what? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. How many I don't know. You're the one that comes with the shitties. The what? <laughs> what was These that word? bad rating systems. Out of ten pistol and fists. Out of ten track stars. I was gonna say that, but I was like, nah. No. I was gonna say what's his name? <laughs> out of ten track stars, I'd probably say ten. Yeah, 10? yeah, it was 10? a solid show. Cool. Again, All like around. going with my rating from Galactic Empire, like they performed as well as I wanted. Like they didn't skip over lines or anything. Just when they wanted the crowd to interact, like they would cut the music and everything and just listen to the crowd say it. Yeah. yeah. And they were saying each other's lines at the same time because they were just so hyped about it. And so yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, cool. no, I saw some of the live videos from the new album and it's like, it's cool. Um, actually, I don't know if you guys saw, but NPR did a Tiny Desk concert with them, the Jewels. Yep. I saw yeah. it. Yeah, yeah with the so three good. songs. The, yeah, with, uh, um, Talk to Me, Legend Has It, and Call to Catron. Yeah, those yeah. three songs. No, no, it wasn't Call to Catron. It, no, was, uh, it, it was, was a message to the shareholders. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, I yeah. thought I saw Call to Catron. I saw one of the comments was oh, like, geez. I was really hoping Zach to the Rocket would come out. <laughs> it was so cool because, like, tear apart this tiny desk. They even, they even like, just, like, I watched the video and it was like, oh, dude, it's so funny. Like, how hyped to get in a little office. And yeah. It's like, it's like, I know that this is a, like the one day a week that you actually like coming to work. Well, well it's, mm-hmm. it's cool. But like, they did such a good job, like just in that setting too. And like, they seem like such nice guys. They just have fun. Like, yeah, very, very likable. Mm-hmm. You can tell what their motive is, like to have fun, to bring out that music, you know? Yeah. Um, Mike is just so funny too. Yeah. He does seem like a big old teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Big fan of So yeah, that was the trip. It was, it was cool. Definitely glad that was my first hip hop concert. Because yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to top that. Yeah. And I'm glad it wasn't just some, like, random no-name person, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then on Sunday, Brittany and I, for our anniversary Ugh. slash Valentine's Day thing, <laughs> we went to mini golf. <laughs> oh, saw that's fun. Tyler. Yeah, you went to King Putt? Yeah. I mean... Of course. Went to... King Putt? But... <laughs> They'll never get it. Yeah. Um, we went there a few months ago, and the last hole, you have the chance to win a free... If you get a hole in one, if you get a hole in one, you get a free, like the next mini golf free. 
Yeah. And I got hole in one, and he gave us two mm-hmm. mini go- free mini golf. Oh, yeah, yeah. hole in one. Yeah, hole in one. Because it's just random. It's like plinko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she did it again this time. Mm-hmm. Oh damn, dude! I think. And then he gave us two more. <laughs> that, when it comes down the rails, like the, the slowest freaking thing. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh come on. I got. Last time I got four, and this time I got four again. It's such a cool, like, uh, mini-putt course. Like, there's a yeah. there's that hole where it's, like, you put the ball in the turret and shoot it at the target. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so you can do this? Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, we did that, and it was actually really busy because there was a couple parties. Yeah. They were taking forever, mm-hmm. and they were being very loud. And so Tyler met up with us, and he saw us that we were just waiting. He's like, here, we're just, like, use the car that you and Carlos used to play games for free, pretty much. Yeah. He's like, go play some arcade games for like 10, 15 minutes, come back, and it'll so probably be clear. And he told us about how when you were college there, you were in Jurassic Park for like 45 minutes. You beat the whole game. And then like you leave, and you see there's like a dad and his kid waiting there. Yeah, I was like, bro, we just beat the game. Like, come on. <laughs> Where you at? Where you at? Yeah, sorry, we just ruined the ending for you. <laughs> yeah, when he was like showing us how to use it, how much money I was on, he's like, yeah, this used to have like $60, and then... And then Carlos, Carlos and Eddie came. And then now it's... 40. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think my uh, my my name on the high score thing was OPP. I don't know if it was still there. We didn't play. Yeah, it. we didn't uh, play. It. We played the. Uh, we played like a basketball. We played air hockey. Air hockey. Nice. I destroyed her. Yeah. Four to zero. I'm apparently really good at throwing things at clowns. Yeah, there was oh, a weird thing yeah. where like the rubber balls at Do clowns. I'm clowns, yeah. really good at that. Yeah, that's good. It was hard. <laughs> it was great. I got we did the so basketball cheap. thing. Oh, I hate that game. That one sucks. Because the, the, the balls are so, like, rubbery and... Deflated. Deflated, <laughs> it's like they bounce everywhere. It's like Tom Brady was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady was here. Hey. Hey-o. Yeah, so that was fun, and then we went to uh, Barcade. Oh, okay. High scores. Never been there. Where's that at? Right across the street from King Putt. Oh, right cool. by my house. It's called yeah. Barcade? High scores. High scores. High it's like high scores Barcade. Oh, so it's a bar with arcade games. Yeah, and it's just a so normal bar and then a bunch of old school arcade games, and they're all set to free. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. They have Mortal so, Kombat. They wait, got, wait, what's the catch? Nothing. You just have to buy, buy beer, drink or yeah. something. Drink. Sounds amazing. Yeah, and it's just like free play. Like, <clears throat> original Mortal Kombat, they have Tetris, they have Frogger, yes. Space Invaders. They had a bunch of obscure ones, like they had this other fighting game called Bladestorm. <laughs> I, I, Blade didn't, I didn't really know much about it. They had four-player Pac-Man. Awesome. They had off-road something. Some kind of racing game. Racing six-player game. X-Men. Four-player. No, yeah, six-player six oh, six X-Men. Like, yeah, it's like the Sega like, X-Men. I think so. It's like the side-scrolling, like, yeah. beat-em-up. It might have been. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, no, I have to do something different. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and That's the, cool. some of the mutants weren't working, and mm-hmm. so we couldn't really yeah. play everyone that we wanted to. Like, I wanted to be Colossus, but <laughs> it wouldn't let me. I got to be Storm. Yeah. Tyler had to be Dazzler. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and I was uh, Wolverine. It was <laughs> yeah, it was cool, and I've never been to a place like that. So when he said it was free, it's like oh, my really? eyes just like yeah. opened up completely. Kid in the candy store, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. And I had a new cider. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, so you found a new cider. It was a yeah. cherry cider, and it actually didn't taste like cough medicine, so it was good. God. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was, and it was like a seven percent. So I was like. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Nice, nice, nice. Very cool. Um, yeah, for had. Good weekend. That's cool. Good. Glad you guys had a good weekend. So, relaxing and well-deserved, and now we're gearing up for our Disneyland trip in April. It's confirmed. It's happening. Yeah, we're the stations. Call this envy talk, because I'm just, like, so jealous. That's why I don't want to keep talking about everything we're doing. But what are we going to talk about? That we just, like, sit at home all day? We can talk about the Grammys. I haven't looked that up yet. I can look it up right now, though. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, if you want to lean into anything that you're shocked about, anything you wish had won, anybody you wish had won, or... Uh, just the performance was so good. Like, I, I already told you guys, I'm like a sucker <laughs> for performances, like live performances yeah. and how well uh, the uh, performers do. Because um, I think not only is going to a show not only like an auditorial experience, but more of a visual experience as well. Um, and like people that did really good, like Ed Sheeran finally making his return back after a year hiatus and like he has all these new songs and like he did such a good job, you know, doing the loop pedal, uh, bringing that back, doing his new song, Shape of You. Like he just did such a good job. You can tell he's having fun. He was so into it. Um, so I'm excited for his, you know, upcoming tour. He hasn't announced the USA dates yet, mm -hmm. but I can't wait till he does. Chance the Rapper did a fantastic job as well. Mm -hmm. um, Bruno Mars, like his new album, like it's been like it's been growing on me a lot because I just love the change of style that he did. But his performance once again knocked it out of the park. He's such a good performer. Yeah, when I first heard his new song like playing on the radio, I was like, "Wait, this is Bruno Mars?" Twenty Four Karat Magic. I believe so. Yeah. I don't know if I've heard it. Um, you probably have. Yeah, it's, I don't listen to the radio. They probably played at your store. It's played at the gym. I know it's played at the gym. It's played at the gym while we were there. I don't pay attention. <laughs> so, I didn't really pay attention to a lot of the winners that night. I was more just interested in, like, you know, what was going on. I honestly didn't even, like, watch all of it. I just watched spurts of it. Yeah, all um, I heard was Chance the Rapper winning and... Yeah, Best New Artist and Best Rap Performance for No Problem. And Adele. Adele yeah. won Album of the Year. And, and a lot of people... Of the Year. Mm -hmm. She run Hello. A lot of people were, like, uh, mad because, like, oh, yeah, know, she beat Beyonce. Like, yeah. you know, she's because she's white. Like, dude, she, I think in three days she sold over two million copies. Like, yeah, this is like, the she, fastest an album has ever sold. She outsold Beyonce's most recent album by nine million. Yeah, let me Which is doubled. Yeah, of course that deserves to win best freaking album of the year. Like, and someone, I can't remember who saw it, but it was from like a New Zealand mm -hmm. uh, newspaper, and he was saying that Adele is a singer, whereas Beyonce is more of a performer. Yeah. And that makes sense to me. Like, if you're looking yeah. at it as just like a purely musical standpoint, then dude. Adele deserves to win especially when you got the sales to back it up mm -hmm. yeah dude and especially how fast it's sold too mm -hmm. like yeah. because she's one of the artists like taylor swift where they don't allow their stuff to stream immediately yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so I mean, like people if you want to listen to it you have to buy it which is good yeah it's good when you can do that yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> eddie's house is falling down <laughs> but uh no it's good though i mean it was, uh 21 pilots won uh best uh like i think um record best pop duo slash group performance yeah, yeah. stressed out stressed yeah out. And uh, they got up there and they took out their pants and they just told the story of like when they were first like starting out like, you know like that they, they went to go watch they were watching the Grammys and they were all in their underwear and like you know if we ever win a Grammy we should do it like this I'm like ah it's cool, <laughs> oh, it's a little cheesy goodness but <laughs> are you Rob? Who? <laughs> yawn a lot. Pretty just let out a good Rob yawn. Who? Yeah. We miss you. <laughs> no, I don't. We miss you. Um, yeah, was David Bowie won Best Rock Performance. Oh, for, uh... R.I.P. Black Star. Yeah. Is he a rock artist? Yeah. So, kind of? I mean, considering he's definitely in that genre, for sure. Yeah. Pro it's, like, over the... He's under that umbrella, but there's definitely a lot of sub-genres, uh, I'd say. I don't know what he is in my family exactly, but my cousin, or, like, my second cousin, won a Grammy, uh, for, like, Best Opera Recording. Oh. Uh, yeah, he helped write this song in... Yeah, he won. That's he cool. won a Grammy for it. I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't even know. Like, so cool. he's a really good singer too. So it's like, Thanks. I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" I'm related to someone that won a Grammy. So is David Bowie rock or is he alternative? He can be considered both, especially yeah, like the last because he he because he won Best Alternative Album, but also won Best Rock Song, but he wasn't even nominated for Best Rock Album. Does that make sense? There's all these weird subgenres <laughs> that people well, can it's follow just when, you, when you, yeah, and plus, I never really got That's it. That's just weird. Yeah. I feel like he should either be alternative or he should be rock. Well, it's like you got, 
bands like I think Gojira was in the same lineup as a uh, Cage the Elephant for best like rock performance. Like, yeah, Gojira. best rock album. Yeah, and, and Cage the Elephant beat Gojira. But I'm like Gojira. <laughs> but Gojira was also nominated for metal, which I don't like that either. There. Like you should be one or you should be the other. Welcome to the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, it's fun watch the Grammys. qualifying. Yeah. So that is cool though. Um, but it's always cool to see smaller bands. I think last year August Burns Red yeah. was in for Grammy, and this year it was Periphery. They were in for metal. So yeah, it's just cool to see them nominated, even though they're not going to win. Yeah, maybe one Bon Iver. 22 million. Uh, best alternative. Ah. Um, it made me wonder, like, I wonder what the, like, requirements are to enter a song or an album. Like, because, like, It's all the labels that do it. It's, like, well, it's either independent labels or, like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. actual full-on labels. Mm-hmm. My and, high like, school choir was nominated for a Grammy. Really? Not, like, a primetime-type Grammy, but, yeah, yeah. like, the, like... Pre-show Grammys that you never watched. Yeah, yeah. Because Chance ever won yeah. best rap. We didn't get close to winning, <laughs> but it was cool. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm, I got to figure out how to get it because like my album technically has is releasing for the new year Grammy. That's the next season. So I'm like, but uh, I'm like, well, what does it take if I just throw it in there? Google it. Best rap slash song performance hotline bling. I won. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> what did that? Didn't even feature because that didn't come out last year. Uh, what if against Ultralight Beam and Lost? And Famous. There are a lot of songs. There's. It won Best Rap Song as well. There are a lot of songs I noticed that like come out in like the previous oh. season, but they are able to like put no. in the next one. No, it's because it came out with the album views. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah. It was like the single came out before. Mm-hmm. But since yeah. it's on a new album. Because yeah. yeah. I remember. What was that one Adele song? It wasn't Hello. It was, like, before Hello. Rolling in the Deep? I don't know. There was one Adele song. It, like, came out with the album. And then it won a Grammy. Maybe it was... Skyfall? It may have been Someone Like You. That's probably Skyfall. I think Skyfall won awards. Anyway. (laughs) I think it was Someone Like You. Like, it came out with the album. It won an award for that. And then they, like, re-recorded it for, like, a live version. And then that won the same Mm -hmm. award the next year. And it made me mad. Yeah. It's okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. Where'd you move last? I just moved my pawn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm just, I've just been trying to keep up with the, uh... The Joneses. No. The Jones? Jones Jones. The Jonas, Jonas Brothers? Brothers? <laughs> just with, uh, Guardians. Um, yeah, again, it's another award show I don't really care about. If the smaller band that I listen to won, of course I'd care, but... It's all just the same couple names every year, and every once in a while, like, a new name will appear... So, mm-hmm. it's whatever to me. I don't think it ultimately means much. Unless you're a smaller band, like, I guess 21 Pilots winning is pretty cool, because, you know, maybe they can... They just have, like, a... They've been having, like, quite the rise over the past, like, handful That's of what years. I'm saying, and so it's just another yeah. elevation to what they already have. Yeah. And then when Arcade Fire won, that was pretty cool for them, because they were, like, yeah, the first... Yeah, that surprised everyone. Exactly. So, when stuff like that happens, that's really cool, but when it's just same names that were in there last year, it's like, alright, we get it, they're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has Imagine Dragons been running for a Grammy? I think so, when Radioactive. I remember they performed at the Grammys Yeah, they performed at the Grammys. Yeah, Probably when no, Radioactive was coming out. That's yeah. I was like, dude, they like, performed at the Grammys. <clears throat> yeah. I do yeah. want to, this is like completely stupid, but like Perfect. that chick that wore the Make America Great Again dress, did you guys see that? No. no oh, she's like this like unknown artist, her name's Joy Villa, but she like took off her coat on the red carpet and she has this like giant Make America Great Again thing. It's Beautiful. weird and everyone was like super pissed off about it. <laughs> but, like, before the Grammy, she had, like, 10,000 followers on Twitter, and today she has 111,000. And, like, hmm. she, like, right, right after that picture came out, 
that is when she released her EP. Smart. Yeah. I was like, damn, yeah, girl. That's, that's marketing. Look at you. Yeah. That's like... She was, like, smart. She was, pissed so many people off, but they bought again? her album. Joy Villa, Oh, man, that's like, ooh. Like, I was that's like... That's how frustrating how smart that is. Like, it's so smart. It's like, but like, damn. It's like, she knew she was going to cause some trouble. Literally just playing everybody. I think, like, the train you of the dress yourself. says, playing like, everyone. Trump. Yeah, we're playing everyone to play her album. It's like, bah. Yeah. That's good for her, you know. Yeah. Oh. I was, like, keeping up with her Twitter followers. The Kardashian? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny. Yeah. That's probably, like, the biggest story to come from the Grammys, so... Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. In um, nerdy news, though, Avengers, Infinity War, started filming. They started did. production. And yeah. they told us all in a big way. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like... I've never seen anything like that. We're, yeah, I was like, we're at the point now where they're just like hyping up when it starts <laughs> filming. Yeah. But at the same time, they gave you a, a decent amount of information, so it was... I think it was worth the video. I wonder if they're going to do more like little video diaries like that. Mm-hmm. When is that movie set to come out? Next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Part one and then... Yeah. Yeah, because it's going to be a two-part movie. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I hope they continue to do that. I don't know. I think that's something that not... I've never seen from any kind of movie before. Like, major blockbuster. Videos. Like, they've released videos about production. Like... Mm. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like people like on YouTube like vlogging. Yeah, like, I see it mostly with bands. It's like studio update yeah. things like that. This is the first time where you see like a movie studio update, which Peter, is yeah. cool. Peter Jackson did that for the Hobbit series, and like I, I was, remember, oh, dude, cool. I loved it so much because like it's did just, you do it like regularly? Or? Yeah, there was oh, a lot, cool. and it's, it's on the extended edition. See like hours of footage, like that's it's crazy. Cool. But it's just cool to see like like especially for production like that happening in New Zealand. Like you know how long and big those movies are. So, like, seeing how big the team behind it is is, like, absolutely insane. Um, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, some, like, the grips, the electric, you know, gaffers and all that were, like, in, in like, 2.30 in the morning getting to the warehouse to set up for the next scenes. and went, Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But so, like, yeah. you can't look away. It's like, wow, yeah. it's so fascinating, you know? Yeah, but, um, I'd like to see more. I liked like... it better than the films themselves. Is that <laughs> No, like, behind the scenes stuff is cool, and you yeah. as, like, a filmmaker and yeah. like that's your dream like you want to do that kind of stuff it's, it's cool for man. you to see that it's side like, of it and just seeing like people like just like, working on the film like man why, why couldn't I be there yeah like, I can't I can't add ladder. one extra name my <laughs> name add diversity yeah. I could it. literally just walk around with coffee like who wants coffee <laughs> I could literally be the last guy in the credits like coffee Eddie yeah <laughs> coffee runner yeah like that'd be so what an honor I'm sure they have like five five or ten of those probably yeah. to beat me to it mm-hmm. uh, you just gotta apply well they gotta make the yeah. really in. that's how you get your foot in the door mm-hmm. well anyways yeah the Avengers yeah yeah really exciting because I kind of forgot that that was coming out dude uh, literally ten years in the making yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. they, they said like it all started with Iron Man because they from the beginning they wanted to make this big cinematic universe I remember like seeing Iron Man in theaters 2008 mm-hmm. and my brother's like we gotta stay after the credits I'm like why He's like, yeah. because we're going to show a clip after the credits. I'm like, okay, so we waited, which seemed like... And they didn't really do things like that before Marvel. No, I mean, not really. I mean, they did it for some things, like, for fun. Like, I remember X-Men The Last Stand, like, they had yeah. a little scene after. It's like, it was so random. You didn't know, but Marvel made it a thing. Like, yeah. by the way, you for have the next stay. 10 years, you're going to be staying after the credits for all of our films. And, and I stopped like, doing that. And I remember, like, the, the first, you know, clip was Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury, 
coming up and asking Iron Does Man he even questions. say anything? Yeah, he's like, my name is Nick Fury. Like, Fury, do you I'm know? with the Avengers. Or he's like, I'm with the Avengers I'm Initiative. I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative, is what he says. And then, and, that's it. And, yeah, yeah that's and, then, <laughs> and then I remember my brother leaned in and was like, yeah, they're going to make the Avengers movie coming out in 2012. I'm like, that's so long from now. Mm-hmm. And I'm old. Here we are. <laughs> 2017. Yeah. One year before the Infinity War, which is what they're freaking been leading up for it. So it's like, you take that, and I hate to compare it to DC, but it's like, look what, how great they've made it over this long 10 yeah, years. Yeah, I know? saw on the announcement of this, like, they were talking about how crazy the cinematic universe is. Yeah. And someone was like... All these well-developed characters. Well, just like, take a look at this, like, Iron Man came out in 2008. You know yeah. what? DC came out in 2008? The Dark Knight. Yeah. Which everyone thought was, like, the greatest superhero movie of all so time. Good. So good. And look, like, where the franchises are now. Like, DC is a joke, whereas Marvel is just, like, juggernaut that can't be stopped. I literally think it's just because, like, Iron, like, not Iron Man. <laughs> Marvel had a plan. Exactly. Know? They had a really well-thought-out plan, and they said, they were, you know, they were going to do it. They are going to take their time and build all these characters up, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, a really long, long movie. And DC just had to plan with... Well, and they were doing some... Batman. That, that, well, yeah. Just Batman. Well, that's all they've had, you know? Fact checker. I knew that there was... Marvel didn't start the post credit scene. Like, all no. four Pirates of the Caribbean movies did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Ferris Bueller. Napoleon Dynamite did it. Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller did it. No, but I'm saying they didn't start it, but they're the ones that really solidified, like, this is going to be leading into the next movie. Okay. Like, it was Make teasing. It what was the very first movie ever that did a post credit scene? Probably Ferris Bueller. Uh, it's saying The Great Train Robbery? When was that? 1903. Oh, my God. But yeah, yeah. it... Maybe in, like, modern mainstream, it says the Muppet movie. When was that? 1979, and then 1980, Airplane. Okay. Oh, man, that's so funny. Yeah. The Muppet Comedy movie. did it first. 1903, yeah. The Great Train Robbery. Wow, we watched that in film school. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, they have us beat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> By a little bit. Yeah. Anyway. But no, no, no. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, back then, too, in 2008, with The Dark Knight, yeah, it's absolutely one of the greatest you know, superhero movies, in my opinion. Um but you see, Christopher oh, Nolan was tied to directing that trilogy. He was just on a contract. After yeah. that, it's like, well, what do we do? Yeah. As a DC company, you know, as a comic book company, it's like, well, look what Marvel's doing. They're bringing the universe, like, together. Let's do the same thing. It's like they just jump the gun, in a way. You might find this interesting. The end credit scene of The Great Train Robbery is just the leader of the bandits pointing his gun at the camera yeah, and yeah. shooting the yeah, audience. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, like, revolutionized, like, you know, uh, what do they call it, um, just camera angles in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having, like, the gun pointed at the audience. Mm-hmm. They said, like, that, they, like nothing like that has ever been done before. Yeah, sorry. That's cool. So crazy. And a lot of uh, movies actually, you know, homage that, pay homage that to, like, uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool so, stuff. Anyway. Anyway. Anyways, back to Avengers sorry. for the fourth time. I'm just fact-checking. <laughs> well, no, no, it's, it's just making me branch on some yeah, ideas and thoughts. Yeah. It's just fun. Call like, a conversation. What's that? He's um, using the script. The, that might be the next Marvel movie I see. I don't think I'll see another Marvel movie until then. You're not gonna watch Guardians of the Galaxy two? No. Why? Uh, I thought the first one was okay. It got yeah. too overhyped for me because everyone said it was like the best Marvel movie. It's and so good. It's my favorite. I see. Like you, you <laughs> really overhyped like it. it. I know. And so I was waiting I until it. I I didn't dislike it. Yeah. I'm just saying I waited until DVD and I was like. I was I was okay watching it on DVD. I didn't feel like I had to be in the theaters to watch it. So, but you're not gonna watch any Marvel movie till the Infinity Gauntlet? Probably not. Really? Because you mean like you're not gonna go see them in theaters or like, yeah, or you're okay. not in theaters. Say that, yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Is I'm not gonna see any. In no, the you theaters. said you're not, I'm not gonna, gonna watch, watch any Marvel, Marvel movies. <laughs> I, I, but I'm, it's on recording. Yeah. On tape. Even then, if I don't see any Marvel movies, I won't be upset. Like I'm not. Mm. Um, 
Oops. Well, besides Guardians of the Galaxy, are any scheduled to come out? Black Panther. Thor 3. Mm-hmm. Ragnarok. Which Doctor Strange I think is going to be a part of. Yep. yep. Um, oh, The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like, maybe Thor Ragnarok, just because I want to see how Doctor Strange plays into that universe. Sure. But for the most part, like, I can I can live without seeing those. <laughs> I'm fine with watching them on DVD. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch Jessica Jones? Is that a movie? No, Chuck, you can't do that. I don't know. I saw is that going to be a movie? Or? I thought that was just going to be a... Yeah. yeah. I, I'm okay with Marvel TV shows. Yeah, Netflix because I'm shows. not paying to watch that. Okay. It's just free. Well, someone's paying. I'm not paying. Mm-hmm. <coughs> There's no such thing as a free lunch, Cody. <laughs> so, yeah. What about you, Eddie? Are you going to see most of the Marvel movies? I'm going to watch all of them. Yeah. It's, it's just, just... I've already kind of invested myself into them. Mm-hmm. And a lot but of them... I, I was watching them all up to a certain point, but it was just the superhero fatigue hit me like... Oh, yeah, sure. I can't watch... It's going to hit eventually for everybody, too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, right now I think they're doing it really well. The directors and writers of the guy, you know, tied to a lot of these movies. Yeah. I think they're doing a great job. James Gunn, you know, leading the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Like, I think he's doing such a great job as far as like bringing this Rat Pack. Like, that's, that's such an oddball group. Not their like they're like their own Avengers in a sense. Yep. Um, but it's just playing an important role in the universe leading up to the Infinity Gauntlet because they're literally pulling the universe into mm-hmm. uh, what we have as far as the Avengers goes. You know, they're yeah. bringing the space element into it yeah. and how vast the world of Marvel Same can with Doctor Strange. Be. And Doctor Strange is another Which is too. another level above that. Well, yeah, it's literally going into other different dimensions. dimensions. So it's like, it's cool to see these types of movies actually finally make Because like, back then when Iron Man first came out, it, compared to what they have now, it's such a simple idea in the sense it's like, you know, here in New York City, he's protecting the world, that's it. Guardians of the Galaxy, like, they're literally guarding the galaxy from mm-hmm. what's about to come. Doctor Strange guarding the dimensions. Um, you never really thought about seeing those types of comic book heroes make their way to the big screen because you can't even fathom it, you know. But now it's like, now that we have a lot of this stable ground, you're able to bring it out into the yeah. playground. And so that's why it's going to make Infinity Gauntlet so good is because yeah. reading that comic, it's like seeing all these, you know, huge superheroes, you know, fight this other being that's more powerful than they've ever dreamed of. It makes me wonder how they're going to you know, translate it out to the big screen. So it just makes me excited that they're doing it so well and leading up to it. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to watch every other superhero that comes out because there's a lot of superheroes that I never thought I'd see. Like Black Panther, yeah. I never thought I'd see him on. I still plan on watching like Luke Cage and all that. Um, and Jessica Jones. Yeah. And the fact that I didn't really think I'd ever see them, that's why I'm okay with not watching them in theater because for the most part, their stories are going to be self-contained and there's going to be tie-ins, of course, mm-hmm. to the Avengers and movies like that. But it's not going to be necessary in order to enjoy the well, next Avengers movie. So that's why I feel like I can save my time, wait until something I'm excited for. The only ones I think are going to be uh, like tying into the, Avengers, the next uh, Avengers movie is going to be like, uh, films like um, what's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, you don't think Thor will? No, Thor, obviously. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Thor. Black Panther might not play a big, huge role in it. Spider-Man will probably play uh, a role in it, but probably not a needed big role, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, we, uh, the movie's Since not it's out like yet. another reboot of Spider-Man, they have to do the origin well, story. Well, yeah. the origin story is already kind of covered in Civil War, and so from what I know, th- this next movie is going to be Tony Stark training yeah. or Spider-Man. Like putting him under his wing. Yeah. yeah Teaching him how to be a superhero and also deal with life. With Civil War, they left uh, Spider-Man's story like kind of enough to where the audience can catch up. They will play a big role in like his daily life in New York City as a kid, as a teenager in high school. But for the most part, we already know what he is all about. Where's he going to get going? Uh, that's what I'm hoping that they do. I think film. it's funny that it seems like the actor got like a huge growth spurt. Because yeah. he was like as tall as Chris Pratt and Tony Stark. And in Civil War, he's like pretty runty. So I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> they like casted him a little too early, it looks like. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be cool. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, no, so I'm excited for the new. I, I've been waiting for the Infinity Gauntlet since they announced it a couple years ago, like a few years ago. Shoot, I know my dad is real excited about it, mm-hmm. and I just can't wait to see who they kill off in the movie. Oh, it's gonna be great because it's gonna be so great. Because have you read the comic? No. Oh, dude, it's cool. Doctor Strange plays a huge role, which so I'm wondering, like, I wonder after seeing the new Thor movie if he's actually gonna play a big role. Do in you it. think? I'm glad that it's not going to be a trilogy because everything has to be a trilogy nowadays. So do you think they're going to end the first movie on like a down note? Like a bunch of people just got massacred and the second movie is all going to be about them finally taking him down? I could see it ending that way more than anything. Um, because you need to have the second movie have like a purpose mm-hmm. and so like a reason to go watch it. Exactly. So um, you want the cliffhanger, possibly a bunch of dead superheroes. I'm trying to think of movies in recent history that had a one part one, part two kind of thing that like did that. Like where it left on such a cliffhanger. It's like... Come back in two years to find out how the rest of the story ends. I honestly can't remember all it is as trilogies now. Mm-hmm. Hobbit would have done that, but then they forced it into three movies. Freaking, but yeah, like Desolation, <laughs> Desolation of Smog, though. How that one ended? But it was a trilogy. Well, I mean, not aside from that, just yeah. how they ended that film going into that last If that had been a two-part and that's how it ended, that would have been pretty well, cool. I mean, regardless, like, it ended on that note. Like, I'm, I'm not even like caring about that. Yeah. I'm literally just looking at part two, part three. The way they ended part two, you know, the dragon got out. It's heading to the little town on the water. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude... When that ended, like, I was like, holy crap. And then I had to wait for the next I know, movie. I know I talked about it because we were talking about it when the podcast started, but I thought it was weird that people were upset that it ended there. Oh, I thought it was so... Well, I mean, it's because you're so... You have so much emotion. But there was, like, <laughs> like what's happening? Oh, so God. many, like, groans of, like, disappointment. But I was... In my head, I was like, what do you expect a third movie to be about? Like, yeah. how are they going to put this in the second movie and then just have the third movie be the army? So... It's crazy. Yeah. It so like, this is almost the end of the book. Like, chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so, so like, just the way they ended that was, like, so cool. Or, like, or, um, what was it? Deathly Hallows Part 1. It ended on, yeah. like, such a, like, a really, like, melancholy note. Like, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of, but at the same time, that's Part 7, Part 1. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, but taking that one book, though, yeah. like, making it into two parts of what yeah. we're talking about. Like, yeah. I don't really care how many, like, I'm just saying the way they end movies, so it's, like... You know, with the Infinity Gauntlet, like they, and I feel like they could go the route of ending it on such a down note, so where it's like it leaves you hanging. Using on. my own argument against me, this could be Avengers Part Three, Part One. So, even right. in that sense, like that yeah. argument doesn't hold. That's up. what I'm saying. It's like yeah. you know, who cares? Like it's just how they end that movie and going into that next thread is like that's what counts. I think. I'm just again. I'm just gonna reiterate. I'm glad they're not trying to force a trilogy out of it. I'm yeah. glad it'll be Instead, two we got ten movies. Years of movies. <laughs> <laughs> ten, Sorry, Cody. Ten years of movies with like. Self-contained stories. Like if, <laughs> That's you, what I'm saying. Harry Potter is like seven books. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like you could watch Iron Man one, and if there yeah. was never a movie after it, like you could say, oh, it was still a good movie. There's three Iron Mans. <laughs> There's about to be a third Thor. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, you can't escape it. It's just um, self. Like you can make it self-contained. Like if Iron Man had it have kicked off, it would have been fine. I'm trying to think right now, like uh, Kill Bill Volume One and Two. Um, but there was plans for a third one, right? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, it was a two-part movie. <laughs> I thought there were plans for a third. Man, for your plans. As far <laughs> as I know, it was two parts. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I'm excited. Uh, they, they do have plans. Like, I think uh, he has a script written, and I think it's going to be one of his final films. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I just don't know about it. Yeah. I just don't know if that's going to be his officially next project, or if he has something else in the works first before he gets to that. Because a lot of people have been Wasn't demanding... He making a, like third installment for like the revenge trilogy like unofficial revenge trilogy like for Kill Bill no like 
because he's doing he did Inglorious Bastards, he did Django and Changed, oh, and revenge. he was planning another movie oh, for like a revenge theme, a revenge theme movie that that was supposed to come out like sometime oh, in the next couple of years, I think. I don't know if like I know he talked about scrapping it because someone like leaked his script or he wasn't happy with this script or something. Oh, uh, the only uh, leaked script in recent memory was the Hateful Eight script that was leaked. That must that was his yeah cause, that must have been because he well because he had it written and he had it uh, as Broadway for a long time like 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 a play and he had a lot of actors come by and like you know do the parts and like do the film mm-hmm. on stage like even Cuba Gooding Jr. was on the on the uh, on the stage play I'm like dude that'd be so cool to see but uh, he wanted to make it into a film and he decided to make it into a film with his you know eight actors like it's so good mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah. in a late 2012 interview with the online magazine The Root. Tarantino described his next film as being the final entry in a Django and Glorious Bastards trilogy called Killer Crow. The film mm. will depict a group of World War II era black troops who have been effed over by the American military and kind of go apeshit. <laughs> kind of? Yeah, but that was in 2012 <laughs> when he talked about that, so I don't know if it's. We on the Wikipedia article for Kill Bill, it's saying as of like 2015, he's still like in talks with Uma Thurman. About mm-hmm. the third Kill Bill, so, so yeah. 2015. Yeah, Holy so he, he's saying like you know Bruce it's not never overnight. Yeah. He said it's not in the works currently, but he's not saying it's dead. Mm-hmm. He's like you know, never say never is what he says in the. Oh article. no, I don't doubt it. Yeah, so he's like you know they're still talking about it, but nothing is concrete. Time, yeah, yeah, that's game. Yeah, good game. Didn't have to bring it down to like no pieces. Yeah. I love I love when games are like this intense. That's pretty good. What else is in 10? Camping. camping. Literally unoriginal. I wasn't trying to be original. I just wanted to tell a joke. God damn. I got Ego in perfectly. I'll show you what it looks. My Ego. Dope. Dope, 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 dope. Well, uh, that's the end of the episode. Uh, Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. On Leave iTunes, down below. <laughs> um, yeah, check us out next week for our season finale of Chess Talk. We're in the we'll we'll special, a, and then after that, we'll take a few weeks off, uh, recuperate a little bit. Um, thank you guys for another wonderful and fun season. Be sure to check out our website, chesstalkpodcast.com, and also don't forget to follow us on Twitter at chess underscore talk. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, cool. Um, thanks, Brittany, for being on as always. Mm-hmm. As engaged uh, as ever. Yeah. yeah, there she goes. She fell back into the. I tried I mean, for like a second. Yeah, it's okay. It was a you started time. off with such energy and then you're just like, no, it's alive. Would you, would you call that energy or just less dead? Less dead. Thank you. Well, that's what energy is. Got a lot of less dead. Alright, so... Got a lot of people trying to drain me of this less dead. <laughs> See you guys next week, I guess. They're trying to take a last day. Alright. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>